Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. That boy would have had to see me until oh. I retired out the NBA. And James Strebel. I'm a, I'm a retreat it to tell him flame on. On ESPN 680 and 1057. To the Melt 502 guys. Oh, we always love it. Murph and company hooking us up with some lunch today to the ESPN Louisville studios. Again, a lunch special. Mention ESPN Louisville anytime between noon and 3 for $2 off your lunch. How about that? Today they brought chicken parmesan egg rolls. Ooh, oh, that sounds really good. Man, too bad Kentucky's not playing tonight. (laughs) There's leftover there. At least there was. Yeah, I didn't know tonight I would have been. Oh, yeah. Usually by Tuesday night or Wednesday night, I, they're all gone. I had the wings, Philly cheesesteak, and then something, Ooh. some type of chicken sandwich. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> wow, I that sounds all delicious. Yeah, yeah. I apologize, steak. Murph. I can't remember what the name of it was. I have had one of those. Uh, Mel 502 is open. Now, their building that they're in is under construction. They're still open Tuesday through Saturday from noon to 9 o'clock. Order online, melt502.com. Oh, yeah, some delicious. good stuff today. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, Again, yeah. wings, what, Philly cheesesteak and something. I had those a couple other things. Like, I had a couple other the best, things. The best, one of the best things in Louisville, those egg rolls. Reminder tonight as well, bonus hour after us at 6 o'clock here on ESPN 680-1057 over on 93.9 Network pregame. 5.30 Bob Valvano and Paul Rogers hanging out there in Duke. 5.30 pregame, 7 o'clock. Uh, your tip off there, Cameron Indoor. Ethan Moore live from oh. his uh, from a closet or a bathroom at 9.30 tonight. He's back. For the Coors Light postgame show. <laughs> Uh, well, let's talk some hoops and whatever else. Kyle Boone joins us from CBS Sports, cbssports.com. Kyle, good afternoon, sir. How are you, man? Hey, good afternoon. I'm glad to uh, join you guys. I yes. cut the back end of some, some food discussion. You guys, oh, yeah. you guys are making me hungry, but I well, love it. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, this, this, this place, they specialize in basically any sandwich or any like, meal that you would have, they throw it in an egg roll. It's great. <laughs> that sounds awful. It sounds awful, truly. <laughs> they have sweet and savory egg rolls. <laughs> oh, man, it's fantastic. Yeah. So we, uh, we, get that, we get that every Monday, and we love it. Uh, Kyle Boone with us. Well, I mean, Kyle, let's just – man, let's start now. National, and then we can work to a little bit closer to us. Kentucky obviously uh, has has really rose here in the seedings the last week or so. We know Indiana's good, and we know Louisville has four wins, but they did end Clemson season uh, on Saturday. I would imagine. You know, they they put out the top sixteen, and again, it changes like immediately. But uh, did you have any big picture takeaways from the committee's top sixteen teams on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, really good insight into how the committee views kind of the top 
portion of of this year's bracket, at least to this point. And obviously that that comes Saturday before we have a full slate of Saturday games and a full slate of Sunday games. But, you know, a couple of things that, that stood out, Alabama being the number one overall seed, to me was probably the most surprising. Um, you look at kind of how they've fared in, in quadrant one and quadrant two, quadrant three, quadrant four. And it, it's really good, obviously. Like they're, they're clearly one of the, the top three teams in college basketball. They're 23 and four on the season. They're, they're going to win the SEC going away. Um, you know, but, but they don't have the same kind of resume that stacks up with Purdue and, and even with Kansas, who, yes, they were number one seeds, but they were the number three and number four overall team. So, uh, I, th- I think a lot of it is affected by margin of victory and Alabama, you know, aside from, a couple of losses this season. They have just completely dominated teams in a way that I think is uh, is, is screwing with the metrics just a little bit. I mean, they they beat Georgia on Saturday, one hundred eight to fifty nine. <laughs> you know, early in the season. Oh yeah. Um, you know, they they beat one one hundred six sixty six LSU. So, you know, some of these huge wins is I think uh, is popping in the eyes of of the committee, and I think that's something that some, I'll be I'll be watching moving forward. Um, so the one seed order, I, I didn't have any, you know, particular uh, qualms with, but may, but maybe you know Alabama being number one overall seed was a little bit surprising. Indiana popping up as mm-hmm. the number thirteen overall seed, I thought was a little bit high. Uh, I would have had like you know a UConn uh, probably in their place. I don't think Indiana to this point has played like a top top four seed in the NCAA tournament. But you know you're you're kind of picking nits there, so. Yeah, there's a few things here or there that I that I didn't totally agree with, but for the most part, uh, I, I thought the committee did a pretty good job, all things considered. I listened to the podcast they did, uh, Norlander and Parrish. Norlander mm-hmm. said it, they, they spent 22 hours on those top 16 teams. <laughs> the committee. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing, man? I mean, 22 hours to get. Uh, I mean, yeah, I was about to say, are they paid hourly? (laughs) I thought it was just a flat rate. 22 22 hours. My goodness. And, and, I mean, come on. That's that's like the guy that always reminds you how hard they work. Well, I'm just so tired, man. I've been up since 5 a.m. doing this damn bracket. Uh, Cal Boots, CBS. I mean, 22 hours to still have Indiana in the top 16? I'm kidding. We'll get to the end of uh, Indiana here in a second. You know who was not happy? Uh, Mick Cronin was not happy. UCLA, what were they? They were, uh, what were they, eighth, I believe? Uh, eighth, ninth? UCLA, he found it. He yeah. said it was comical in blame, uh, perhaps, or questioned them leaving the Pac-12. What did you make of that, Mick Cronin today? Day. Or I guess yes. Oh, yeah, Cronin had his tinfoil hat on, uh, going full conspiracy. I mean, like, look, <laughs> UCLA's had a good season. There's, there's no doubt about it. You look at kind of their their overall resume. They're twenty three and four. Um, really, their only losses in in this calendar year were on the road at Arizona, a, you know, a team that is is contending for for the for the Pac twelve and uh, was also a, a top four seed. They came in as as a two seed. And then they lost at USC, a team that I think like is legitimately in the mix to to make a run in the NCAA tournament if they get in. Um, but yeah, like it it speaks, I think, to the strength of the Pac-12, which is it's really not a good conference this year, no. and they don't have a ton of opportunities to kind of bolster their resume in the same way, you know, like a West Virginia or Oklahoma State or even a Baylor. When you're in the Big Twelve, you're you're playing big dogs night in and night out. 
Um, UCLA they don't they don't get those same opportunities. And what they've done in in those opportunities, they're five and four in quadrant one games, and it's pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, it doesn't quite match up with you know I mean like UConn did not make the top sixteen, and UConn has more quad one wins than UCLA. Um, just just an example. So there's some teams that I think would have more reasonable arguments. Um, and qualms with with the committee and the way they approached it than than UCLA. I mean, UCLA is still a number two seed. Yeah, they were the number yeah. the last number two seed. But yeah. like like get out of here. The, the Pac-12 is not having a good year, and you're doing pretty good. But you're not you know you're not don- ru- running away with the league. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't I don't totally disagree with with the way that Cronin approached that. Oh, that's just Cronin. It's just, yeah. it's, just, it's just Cronin. I don't know what to tell you. You guys like, ah, it's Cronin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, his brother's a big horse racing handicapper. He's around these parts a lot. Oh, yeah. Dan Cronin. That's that's a true story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we kind of wanted Mick Cronin to be the head coach around here uh, after Patino. He's kind yeah, of like man. a mini Patino. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Kyle Boone with us. Can I play the sound? It's like 30 seconds. Uh, I'm not sure the audience has heard. Uh, Jeff Capel unhappy with the ACC mm. network and the strength, uh, battling for the strength of the ACC. Take a listen. When we were at Virginia Tech the night before, I'm watching our own network, and the, one of the first questions that comes up, is is it perception or reality that the ACC is down? And I never see that on the Big Ten Network. Yeah. You know, I watch the Big Ten Network a lot because my one of my best friends is coaches in that league, and so I'm watching them. And man, they are always, always pumping the Big Ten, always. And I, I think it's a really good league, but I think our ours is too. And I wish the people that represent us would would you know would have the respect and pump our league and be positive instead of looking at negative things. Uh, I mean, you know, what do you think about that? How about that? Jeff Capel making some news on a Monday. This is totally ridiculous. I mean, this is totally ridiculous. It's it goes back to the Cronin thing too a little bit. It's like the Pac-12 is not having a good year. You can you can kind of argue about not being high enough in your eyes in the selection committee, but you don't have a ton of opportunities to improve your resume in the Pac-12 and being a number two seed. I think it's pretty good. It's the same thing with. With uh, with Cable and, and Pitt, like the ACC is having an historically bad year. I mean, like the Mountain West is is rating right now as a better conference than the ACC. And no disrespect to the Mountain West, they're having a great year. But I think that just speaks to like the ACC right now. I'm looking at Bart Torvik, uh, Mountain West, American Athletic Conference, Pac-12, Big East. I mean, all the major conferences are ranking strength wise ahead of the ACC. So. Uh, the the Big Ten, it, it, you're comparing kind of or- apples and oranges because the Big Ten is is having a really strong year. The top of that league is is very healthy. You look at the ACC. I mean, Pitt's having a good year. Um, uh, I guess Virginia's having a pretty good year. But outside that, like, what what teams are are really strong? Like, I, I, you could make an argument for Miami. But Clemson appears to be extremely fraudulent. Uh, NC State is is uh, right on the bubble. Duke is is probably going to make oh. it, but they have not been the Duke that we've come to expect. So, I mean, it's not state sponsored TV, right? Like they they have to kind of tell it as it as it is. And if you're going to be honest about it, the ACC is just not having a good year, and it is what it is. No, it's the, it's the schools that matter. 
I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. It's the schools that matter. North Carolina, and you know this. North Carolina is not an NCAA tournament team. They're going to have to win nope. the ACC. Duke is a limited team. I've seen less Duke basketball, and they were a hot topic here because everyone was loving on John Shire and his recruiting class, and that yep. was going to be a big topic between Kentucky fans and Duke fans on this show. And you know, Kentucky's been generic, but Duke's been generic. I've seen this is the least amount of Duke basketball that I've watched and NC State's fine. I mean, you know, you know, I mean they're they're fine, but you know, Louisville's not good, Syracuse isn't good. I mean, these are the teams that move the needle in the ACC. You know, I had like four or five stats I was going to throw at you, but I lost it all uh, about, you know, what the ACC hasn't done and I don't know, in the end they get six teams, uh seven teams in the tournament. I I, I don't know. It's you know, it is what it is. Uh what has surprised you about North Carolina? Falling on, you know, I mean, quite frankly, off the face of the earth here. I mean, they're going to have to make a run. And they're done. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think they are done. I think we can write them off. Like this is uh, this is a team that's lost five of their last six games. Um, you watch this team, and they're just so incredibly frustrating. It's like they play with no urgency. Um, it feels like they're all kind of playing for their individual selves, and, and they don't play like as a team. And this was kind of how North Carolina played for a lot of last season, but they had really one strong month to close the season. They had a huge run in the NCAA tournament, and they bring back a lot of players, and it's like, ah, well, you know, Carolina to the Final Four, that's definitely going to happen, right? And everyone puts them as the preseason number one team. They just have not clicked, and I don't know if it's 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 a number of things. Offensively, you know, they they have guys who are taking shots from forty feet and yeah, uh, yeah. not playing within the confines of an offensive system. Um, they're they're not great at defending the rim. Uh, their their three point shooting is like historically bad by Carolina standards. There's a number of things that they are just not good at. And I talked with Jerry Palmer about this this, this morning, and, and he basically said, like, they not only need to probably win out in the regular season uh, to have a chance, but they probably need to do some work in the ACC tournament, too. They're 0-9 in Quadrant 1 opportunities this season. Um, the the worst team to make the NCAA tournament field, this is according to Palm, um, who, who uh, did not have wins in Quadrant 1 games, was 0-6 in Quadrant 1 opportunities, wow. and, and that came back uh, like around a decade ago. So Carolina making the NCAA tournament, barring some surprise, yep. is uh, they're going to do something that, that no other program has done. So uh, I, I think there's a very likely chance that Carolina, the preseason number one team, is not going to make the NCAA tournament. And from what I've seen from this Carolina team, um, I don't want them in the NCAA tournament. They don't deserve it. <laughs> I'm with you. I mean, they've known they needed to win these games. Cal Boone with us from CBS. Uh, what do you, what do you make of Kentucky? I mean, this is a Kentucky team that in a week at Mississippi State, home against Tennessee, went from out of the tournament and then, oh goodness, uh, Palm had him, I believe, all the way up to a nine seed. There are, what, three quad one opportunities to go at Florida coming up on Wednesday. No Castleton. Uh, so that's obviously a huge deal. It's been such a roller coaster season, Kyle. I don't know what to do. You buy into Kentucky? Do you just throw your hands up and say they're inconsistent? Who knows? Um, I got to be honest. We we cover it every day. I don't know. I don't know what Kentucky is. I don't know if they're any good. I have no idea what they are. Yeah, that that feels validating because that's basically how I feel about Kentucky too. You know, on a night in night out basis, you don't really know what you're getting from this team. Um, you know, they have they have some some good wins finally on their resume. But really, if you look at it in, a, in totality, 
they have two really solid wins. Both of them over, are over Tennessee. So Tennessee has kind of done its uh, service to the SEC this season by probably pushing Kentucky's resume from on the bubble to in, into the NCAA tournament. I mean, what, what we've seen over, over the last week I think is really encouraging. Um, going on the road to a pretty good Mississippi State team and, and beating them by three points. And then just shellacking Tennessee at home in, in, in Lexington inside Rupp Arena. Um, hopefully it's something that they can build on. Um, it, it's just one of those things where offensively they, they've looked pretty good. And I think they've got enough shooters that they've improved quite a bit from last season. I think that was like a huge concern and complaint by Kentucky fans is like, where's the shooting? You're like the best program in, in college basketball and you can't recruit shooters. Uh, defensively, they have a, a ton of warts and, I think they're still trying to work through that. Um, Oscar Shibway just has not has not performed to the level that people expected. He's still putting up huge numbers, um, you know, scoring the basketball and, and rebounding. But defensively, I think he's been a little more problematic than maybe people expected. I still think this Kentucky team is is very talented. Probably a top three talented team in the SEC. It's probably going to be enough to get them into the NCAA tournament field. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm not I'm not picking them to go far. Just They've been no, so hot and cold throughout the season. You you don't know what to expect, uh, but it's not like the train wreck disaster missing the NCAA tournament that uh, you know some of these other blue bloods are facing, like um, like Carolina. So. Yeah, I mean if they if they take like if they took care of if they won three of their next four, let's say they lost to Arkansas to end the year, but mm-hmm. they got you know Vandy B quad three win, but they would go at Florida quad one, home Auburn quad one. That put them with six, and I don't know if they win, you know, win what two games? I I, I, I don't know in the yeah. SEC tournament. I mean, like I'm to the point here. It's like, do I? Do we call Jerry Palm to get him on to talk about seeding, Kyle? <laughs> like, <laughs> like are we? Because for so long it's been them just getting to the tournament, right? The ultimate struggle that this team, inconsistency that they've had. But now I'm like, okay, if they're a nine and they can win these games, they can get off that eight-nine line. <laughs> they can get yeah. off that having to face a one seed in the in the next round. So, I, I man, I don't know. And then, you know, do they get CJ back? I mean, they're, they're just a team that has been – um, just difficult to kind of analyze all season long. Mm-hmm. They really have, but they're, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're playing their best basketball now. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, possibly. It feels like they may be starting to figure some things out, maybe starting to click. I mean, I'm looking at Jerry Palm's bracket page right now. He has them as a nine seed in the East region, facing Iowa as an eight seed in the same <laughs> bracket with number one seed Purdue. And there's a lot of matchups that I think would not go well for Kentucky. That one in particular, I I kind of like Kentucky. I mean, they'd probably be yeah. a you know <laughs> ten eleven point underdog, but Zach Eady versus Oscar Shibway, like it's it's probably close to a draw. I like Eady in that matchup, but if anyone's able to kind of mitigate mitigate what Eady does, Shibway, I think his size and his rebounding ability. Um, could do that, so yeah. Like I don't want to knock. I, I want to knock on wood first and be like, yeah, I don't know if we're going to see Kentucky for sure in the NCAA tournament, but uh, I, I think some some quietly encouraging signs from this Wildcats team. Maybe they're starting to figure things out, and uh, if they do, like the talent's there, absolutely. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis over Zach Eady. Be the first national media guy to throw it out there. Come on, come on, Kyle, throw it out there. 
I can't do it. I can't do <laughs> no. it. I, it's close, I would though. Love to do it. It's getting closer. It's getting a little it's, bit closer. The numbers are getting a little bit closer. It is close, and, and Purdue kind of slipping up a little bit. You know, they've lost three of their last five games. Oh, yeah. Has, I think, at least opened the door. To me. It's not going to happen. I, it's not going to happen. Gonna it's happen. over. It's no, not it's going to happen. Um, I mean, it's like you have to throw down like a hundred bucks to win fifty dollars uh, if you're betting Edie. Like, it you're not getting good value there. To me, I think like the the sleeper possible contender is Jalen Wilson at yeah. Kansas. Oh yeah, he's been phenomenal. Uh, Kansas is probably going to either win or share the Big Twelve, the the toughest conference in college basketball this season. And Wilson's been awesome. He's he's really emerged as like a guy who can who can not only create for himself but for others. He's like averaging almost a double double. Kansas probably going to be a one seed. Um, so there, there's like an outside argument for Jalen Wilson, but to this point. I can't go Trace Jackson no. Davis over Zach Eady. I can't go Jalen Wilson over <laughs> Zach Eady. I mean, Eady has been, to this point, he's been phenomenal. All right, last one. We'll get you out of here. We do appreciate the time. Kyle Boone, CBS, at Kyle underscore underscore Boone, if you want to follow him there. Listen, I don't know how much you've seen UofL. 4-23. and 23, They ended Clemson season on Saturday. <laughs> they honored the 2013 <laughs> national title team. Uh, it is a rebuild. I mean, not even from the ground up. We're, we're, we have dug into the earth here, uh, and seemingly that's where it's at. You know, the, the lack of talent has been the blame. Maybe now they're starting to play better. There's a lot of angles going around. I mean, I, I, how, I guess how surprised are you from a national standpoint? Louisville hired Kenny Payne, and, you know, they might end up with less than five wins. It's it's brutal. I mean, like, we're joking about Mick Cronin and clowning on him a little bit, but, like, Mick Cronin sounds pretty good, right? Um, oh, I love Mick Cronin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a pipe dream now. Like, Louisville is uh, – it's really going through it. I've tried not to watch Louisville games for the sake of my own <laughs> mental health. Uh, was really impressed with what they did against Clemson at home, uh, taking care of business over the weekend. That is, uh, that's a dagger probably for Clemson's NCAA oh, tournament. Oh, it's done. That's it, their third and, quad uh, four. That's their third quad four. That is brutal. That's it. That it's is done. brutal. And they um, knew it. And they knew it. And they knew they were honoring they the 2013 team. They knew that <laughs> yeah. Louisville would have the best atmosphere. It's not a trap game if you see the trap. Yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, it's surprising, though. I mean, like, Louisville should never – honestly, Louisville should never be below 500. Like, to have four wins on February 20th is is shocking. And in, in this era of college basketball where you don't have to rely on recruiting at an elite level, you don't have to be chasing one-and-dones like Kentucky and Kansas, you can go out in the transfer portal and, and get guys who can plug and play and be competitive right away. Like – this is this is inexcusable, and hopefully this is going to be a huge learning experience for Kenny Payne. Like he can he can build off of this and get some momentum, and, and maybe they get a few wins down the stretch and and look ahead and have some sort of optimism going into next season. Uh, I'm just like grasping for straws, though. That's what we're doing. This, now, this has been so so bad, and they're going to have to have a complete overhaul. Kind of really stare at themselves in the mirror what they're doing. Um, this off season, because what they're doing obviously is is not working. 
You are right, sir. Uh, you're exactly right. It's it's been it's like we're not even having like a Duke guest tonight. It's like Duke Louisville's yeah. at seven o'clock. It's like yeah. you know we're not analyzing the game. I got to pull up the player props on DraftKings. Well, Kyle, we appreciate it, man. Uh, appreciate the uh, the time. Enjoy the work. Thank you so much. We'll catch up down the road. Enjoy all the games. Thank you. Sounds good. Took good talking with you, fellas. We'll see ya. All right, there we go. Kyle Boone with us here from CBS. Look at you snickering over there. Did you hear the? Did you hear the noise he made? Well, Justin, when he said that what they did to Clemson was precious, it was precious. <laughs> Another, it was real cute. It's a cute, cute little game Saturday night. A cute atmosphere, that big time atmosphere. It was precious, precious. Poor, poor Clemson. Poor Brian Brownell. Oh, Brad Brownell, whatever his name is. That bum. Yeah. <laughs> that ugly old gray pullover he had. Oh, it, it was. It was. What? What a sad state of affairs. What, what a to way to end up, your season. Yeah, what a way up, to yeah, end it. Yeah, yeah. For both teams, it's sad they had to end the season like that, and it's sad that Louisville has to hold this up as like the the apex of their season. What is was beating. Was reading uh, that blank was blank was Clemson. like yeah I, I loved we we just I here's the jewel of the crown Justin, of the twenty twenty three I know you saw Ugh. I know you saw this Clemson. I know you saw this when L. Ellis did the three sixty dunk which of course was awesome and they did a little night night and then the the night the night, night of course like I agree with every take <laughs> all of them you know what this it was, was a- today. Bush League. Bush League. Keep that stuff in the playground. <laughs> Respect the game. Respect the game. But anyways, so after. So he was happy about the win, but not with that. Right. Well, Kenny Payne was staring. Kenny Payne, oh, Kenny Payne happy. was not happy. He oh, was not no. Happy. They, they, did a, like, they almost did a close-up <laughs> on his face. They did a close-up on Kenny Payne. After it, he just had his arms crossed, and he just looked mad as hell. I forget what I was even going to say. Kenny's such a bum. Which one oh, is it? Like, do you want people talking smack and doing stuff like that, or do you not want it? Like, you don't want Louisville to do point. it, but you want other teams to do it to you. Like, I'm just sick of that. Like, I'm sick of it. That's like, a good point. It's so cute, yeah. and it's great when other teams do it to me, but I don't want my guys to actually do anything that's actually Like, he fun. liked it with Nike. Was it Nike Sabanda? Yeah, they just said, "Oh, they didn't listen, coach, or they they, they didn't they didn't play. They, they didn't, didn't make it. it. They, they didn't, didn't make it. Coach. They didn't rotate quick yeah, enough. He didn't, like that. he didn't and get he, there. He didn't get there. He didn't get there. He didn't get there, coach. Kenny Payne praised that. He liked that. That was totally oh, fine. You guys found a way. Well, I didn't know that angle. I didn't know I, either. I didn't that, was great, that angle. That was great, it's the, uh, it's the angle DNA of Kenny Payne, though. It's, it's every single you one. I only want to be negative. Only, oh, well, he's got a lot of them. I'm sorry. They're easy to find. He has like, okay, I only want to be, beat UK by one point. UK wants to beat you by 20. It's every single one. He wants to do the meek, sad little thing instead of the thing that actually is fun for man, fans to watch. Man. You want man stuff. Man exactly. Stuff put, put it on the table. That's what I want. I want a coach that will put it on the table. He won't do it. They don't have much to put on the table right now, Justin. That's I forget what I was going to say. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> well, that's why they don't have matter. much because he has, he's got no stones. He ain't got no stones. You are Stoops ain't Jameson. got no stones. <laughs> you were Eddie Grand. Yeah. You suck and Eddie Grand sucks, Remember when too. Eddie Grand was running NIL for, yeah, for UK terrible. football? Yeah, remember that? Remember. Yeah, it was not good. You remember that? It was not good. Streeble hasn't paid in NIL yet. He talks no. about that, too. He, he still hasn't yeah. done it. Do you see those big signs they had in Rupp Arena? They did a couple close ups of uh, you know like little uh, little white dudes in the crowd flexing oh I did yeah yeah so, you see that NIL section. give you know here you know Texas to give $20 to, <laughs> to, to NIL and I, how about that, I don't know where that how about is. Mitch Barnhart doing what he's doing I can't believe he's doing what he's doing it's amazing but I, I don't know that might just Texas says so for a bum oh that's fine that's okay that's all right you're probably a, a, a kitty paying guy so I don't give a damn what you think 
Oh, you're so tough. No, I just don't. I just don't care because their opinion's been wrong the entire time. Texter Every says, freaking thing they said is wrong. Texter takes a picture, has a picture from the poon, is blank holding a white claw up. I mean, he might be. I don't is know. He? Oh, I well, look. you can't see it. You oh, can't, can't see it. Oh, no. Okay, okay. no, you really can't okay. see it. I, I, Blake can drink whatever he wants to drink at the poon. Whatever's going on. Whatever Vinny Good Times has, has in the fridge or on tap, Blake's going to take advantage of it. And he should. Four three seven nine six eighty. I'm not gonna read that. I don't know what that one means. I'm gonna leave that. Alone. Oh, okay. I'm gonna leave that alone. The I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna leave, I'm gonna leave it alone. I forgot. I had a good point. I was going to make on the back it's end of all that Clemson and all that stuff. No, just I mean, it doesn't even matter. This Clemson was so is is it is. Oh, oh, here's what it was. When the dunk happened, yeah. I mean, listen, you guys know it. Like all of you all. U of L gas bags ran to Twitter to put, um, we dunk after every game. We do a 360 oh, yeah. dunk after every game. Like the yeah. Clemson meet at the Paul. We do that at every game. I, I we were mean, meeting at the rim. Dude, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. it was blank. I saw it. Yeah. Rutherford, was it you? I think I think I still got McGavick. Oh, McGavick. On, on, you oh, know absolutely. what? I had someone bring up to me. I will not say who. <laughs> yeah. Well-known media gas bag. Oh, I like this. Okay. Quote. This McGavick guy really live tweets a lot. <laughs> so unsolicited. Unsolicited. You didn't even bring it up. I'm like, I, blo- I, I muted him. You're like, we have to mute McGavick every I muted once in a while. Yes, because he, he does. He loves to Twitter to tweet Louisville games live. He wants everyone to know that he's watching. Like Biscuit, when he watches a, a women's game, he wants yes, he everybody did. to know that he's watching the women play. Like, we get it. By we the way, Biscuit watching. didn't do a post-game show this weekend. What happened? They won. They won. Dude, I'm telling you, every time he does a post-game show, it's presented cursed. by the YMCA. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which we like the YMCA and Biscuit, but it's kind of kind of being a curse, Biscuit. <laughs> so I didn't tweet that out, but the one thing I did tweet out, and it was tongue-in-cheek, was about J.J. Trainer. I think one of the, um, the, the broadcasters said, <laughs> elite athleticism and length. And I retweeted that out, or I tweeted that out, and his mom liked it, oh. which was uncomfortable for me because she oh, thinks yeah. I'm being nice and like you know. <laughs> yeah, you weren't. No, I was yeah, being. Yeah, Beth mean. Satterfield. Remember, she followed all of us. I'm like, oh boy. Oh yeah, she My, never followed me. Well, thank oh goodness. boy. Yeah, <laughs> some yeah. of the things we said on Twitter about oh, Scott Satterfield. Scott Satterfield. Like his entire staff. He's lost like four coaches. His entire staff's gone. Well. It's. <laughs> Y'all put on for him. I, I listen, you're right. No one you're, can work you're, with you're, him. No one wants to work with him. You're right. <laughs> Y'all would have been having listen, there would have been right. a mass. Listen, you're right. Andy, you're we right. missed out on this. There would have been a mass exodus of coaches out of Louisville this season, and they all would have been saying how it's actually a good thing. He's going to get better coaches. It's okay. He's going to get better coaches. And then whatever <laughs> hire he had, oh, my God, did you see Scott Satterfield out here working fools, Andy? Did you see that hire? I mean, it's, it, we, we missed that. We missed it. Damn you, Satterfield, for going to Cincinnati. <laughs> Why? Oh, now I'm stuck with Brom. Yeah, yeah Brom, because Brom's going to be. Brom's actually going to be pretty Brom good. Brom offseason's going to be boring, I it think. It is going to be boring. Yeah, it's it's going to be. Because yeah. they don't have to fake take it. The best thing is when they have to fake take it. They know Brom's good. They don't have to fake liking him. They know he's good. Texas says WDRB sent all of its sports columnists to UofL and not Lexington. Oh, I saw some. I, I saw people tweeting at. Bozich and Crawford. Where's where can I find your write up of the of, of of Saturday's game for Kentucky? Where can I find it? <laughs> they want the write up. Yeah, they want. The I write love up when for, people yeah. ask for the write up. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, Come "Give me on. the write up." I was like, "Stop it! Give I'm me the write up." Field defender, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing that. <laughs> it's still he's still 
I need Blake and Baker to comment. Did he comment on Cincinnati today oh, and him man. losing all of his coaches? Not yet. He's got to lead with that tomorrow. No. They're talking <laughs> about the banner. That still, it's this banner. I mean, it's, it looked. <laughs> it was shorter, right? It was shorter than the rest of the banners. Okay. It doesn't matter. I bet the NCAA made them do that. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm not kidding. No, I, I, I wonder if wow. the NCAA said it has to be off colored just a little bit. Right. Because it, it wasn't, it wasn't quite the, there's like two different groups of banners. It wasn't the same color, I don't believe, as either one. No. That, that, that's my guess. And they made them have they, they made it be a little bit shorter that that's my okay so if you're looking at right, it I got, I'm here gonna, i'm gonna analyze this so together. the where okay. the 2013 banner oh, is, is different to the right oh, is the man. women's banner with, with they're white okay yes. the 2009 ncaa finalist that is that's a white banner to the right to the left is the 1986 banner it's a different. To, is it's it, a different it looks, color? It, well, it looks a little bit darker. It might just be because, because it's they, newer. Yeah, so, these so, are older. Maybe they yeah, faded so, a little yeah, bit. So that might be all it but is. It definitely is shorter than the the eighty yes, eighty six band. It is. It and, is shorter. And so my immediate thought was: Did the NCAA make it Give have, to be, have to be shorter? Yes. Than nineteen eighty six. If you want to hang up, and a I banner, be, and I would bet yes. I would say so too. It has to be a shorter banner. It can't be a. I, I did like the tweets when they brought the the twenty thirteen national championships banner to the student section and they unfolded here's the banner ncaa here it is here's our banner and it's like yeah y'all had to put it up you didn't get anybody on this yeah you, you showed it and then you had to fold it up and put it away so ncaa can't come in there and say you can't have games to the yump center anymore so yeah y'all are big and tough for about five seconds and you unfurled your banner then you had to fold it up and put it back in a lockbox somewhere or put in Blankenbaker's back the, his trunk of his car. He took it. It's like two hundred feet wide. Like, what do you? What do you? How are you gonna leave it there? Where do you gonna put a, it? It's a flag. Where are you gonna hang it? It's not a banner. It's a flag. No, no, but there were people on Twitter saying, "Here's the banner." That's gonna be hanging in the office pretty soon. That's oh, what I want. Be. I want it to be in the office. Drew Diener, he can wear it like a cape. Around, yes, he can <laughs> around the office. Paul Rogers, <laughs> his cape. <laughs> I would have put a cape around Paul Rogers. I do too. And, and like button the top. You know how you have to button the yeah, top? Yeah. I don't know why, but I would like to see Paul Rogers in a cape. I would love to see it. It would be fantastic. I would love to see Paul Rogers in a cape. And Bobby V. I would love for them to do Fast Break Friday <laughs> with talking capes. about uh, NHL yeah. uh, in a cape if I, they could. It would be great. I'd love it too. Talking about the NHL. I'm just looking the at Islanders I'm looking I'm looking at Furman's Twitter and he's got a tweet. Uh, about Cincinnati being one of the losers in the 2023 coaching carousel. <laughs> That's what I see. They said awful. Louisville was a winner in there. They said Louisville won. You have to read. You yes, have to collect stuff and well, read a little bit. I'm not going to do that. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to yeah, do I'm that. Sure we'll, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who does that? <laughs> who wants to read a headline? The headlines tell me the news. Four three seven nine six eight. Let's take a break on the. Let me let me see here what we got. We got, well, we got a bunch of sound. We we got Issa oh, okay. sound. We got positivity sound, and we got college football rules changing. Oh, they're thinking about doing. Shreveport, they're thinking about doing away with the clock stopping after a first down. Oh Thank no! God, really? That oh. saves my bacon a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when it comes to Kentucky football, yeah, we that. need that time. Andy. I know you do. <laughs> Set up that play. <laughs> Bleep you! Bleep you! Uh, there it is. There it is. You know who doesn't need time? Brom. Brominator. Brominator doesn't need Bear time. Bear Brom. Okay, yeah, Bear Brom. He might Brom not. Bryant. He's a quarterback. Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, quick break. Four o'clock hour key, uh, continues here on ESPN 680. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition. 
and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it. But then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start, before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. If it's Kentucky basketball, we talk about it here on your home for college hoops, 93.9 The Ville. And James Strebel. Or not 93.9 The Ville, excuse me. It will not be on 93.9 The Ville. Will not. It will not be on 93.9 The Ville. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. Oh, boy. (laughs) No, it will not be. No, it will not. That will not be on there. Do you understand? It will not. (laughs) <laughs> had people DM me, can you go over to 93 Don and do the post-game show? I'm like, eh, probably not a good idea. Uh, <laughs> Talk about the cats. Talk about the big win. Not in Marcus's house. Not in the house of Mangus. <laughs> Will you do this? He dare not enter there. <laughs> uh, so here are the four proposals that are under consideration. Okay. Uh, and by the way, it's a take on ESPN 680. Number one, college football, uh, this is to speed up games, prohibiting consecutive timeouts like icing the kicker. Not a huge one. I can understand it. You can save sure. that for the mixtape. Uh, number two, no untimed down at the end of the first and third quarter. I like that. I, I don't have any opinion on that. How long does that happen? How many times does that happen? It doesn't happen, happen often, but it's annoying does when it, it does Okay, happen. that's yeah. fine. I mean, I just can't remember that happening, but whatever. Um, number three, clock runs after first downs except inside two minutes and a half. I, I'm fine I, with that. Yeah, I'm fine. I, mean, actually, that, I know I said you know, that, but I, I, I'm fine with that. These games take forever. Well, yes, they take forever. I mean, they could also shave at least five minutes off the halftime. Okay, right, that's true. So we yeah. could do that, but that's commercial time. I understand why they can't do that, but if they wanted to, they could. That's why MLB it was like, okay, we'll just, you know, I mean, college baseball. Sean Moth has a minute between innings. Right. You know, there you go. There's, I mean, you're shaving ten minutes plus right off there. I yeah. mean, I, you know, people don't want to hear that, and of course, you don't want to do that because it's advertising. Yeah. Um, I. I don't understand it. Strebel, it bothers me to my core why college basketball in the NBA and college football in the NFL can't have the same rules. I don't understand it either. Uh, I, it I'm just it you. has always bothered me. And listen, it's weird. I mean, I mean, you guys, come on, you guys know what the stopping of the clock has helped and hurt you. Oh, so sure. we're going to have to uh, find out. I would imagine if you're a Kentucky fan with how much Mark Stoops wants to run the football and run the clock, I don't know, you can run the clock more now. Exactly. I don't know. Well, especially I, now. Uh, maybe Liam Cohen changes things, but I doubt it. The, and then the, the last one, the, I mean, un, you know, once it's a, it's a first yeah, down. Okay, so the other one, the, the last one would be, and by the way, just quickly, I just want to go back. If you want to keep it to the, the clock stopping, Inside two minutes, because that preserves something of college football. I will meet you in the middle and say okay to that. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I will meet you in the middle and say okay to that. The other one, uh, clock runs on incompletions once the ball is spotted. Yes. Now I disagree with this. Oh really? Yeah. What? Why? The NFL doesn't do that. 
No, they don't. Why would you be making that fundamental difference to the game? Stop it. I, I guess like the, the, the NFL, that's how you play football. I don't. I, it seems like it's a concerted effort to speed the games up. And it, it's all it's all based around just timing, how much time we waste with stop clock. And like that, the, the last one is the only like really weird one out of the entire thing. Why would you thing, do that? Yeah. The other thing, the other things are normal. And th- this is weird. It's like, no, it should be. Incomplete pass, clock stops across the board. Not start it when you stop. When, when, not start the clock when you when you uh, spot it. It's weird. <laughs> I'm not gonna read that one. Uh, four three seven nine six eighty. I'm not gonna read that one. Uh, I mean, you guys. Uh, let, let's do this. Do you want to hear some sound? Sure. Yeah. Do you want to hear? Really do you want to hear sound? Other than some Issel stuff. Do you want? Do you want to hear sound? I want to hear happy cards. You want to hear happy cards? Happy cards. You want to hear let's blank? Go. You want to blank? Hear, I want to hear some you blank. Hear blank? Yes. When Peyton was like, "Hey, let's do a cards chant," I'm like, well, "I hadn't heard a lot of those at basketball games this year." You know, at men's games. I mean, you know, when he said that, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, "Wow, he's right. I really haven't heard that very often." And he's been—it's you know—he's been to a, a, I don't know how many games, All but several at least. Right, and so it's just kind of like you know, just kind of shows you like you know, just having the team around, hearing a CARDS chant, oh. all those different things. You're like, man. We really haven't done a lot of this, and you know, a lot of it's the team. But like, it's kind of like you say, don't we're we're not going to stop acting wrong. We, you know, we need to start doing cards chants. We, you know, we're not going to go up and down these aisleways. We're going to do our CARDS chants if we go to the games. Yeah, do your CAR cards chants. Doing cards. You know, we need to start doing cards chants. Yeah, do your cards. That's chance. for you, fur man. You know, we need to start doing cards chants. Do a cards chant. You know, we need to start doing cards. Do chance. it right now, Justin. Do a cards. I chance. need a reason to do it. I can't just do. I can't just they get it up. They won Saturday. They won Saturday. And they're going to go to Duke and they're going to win again. <laughs> okay, they're going to win if, tonight if, at Duke. If they win so, tonight, I'll do. You'll one. do a cards yeah, deal. That's fine. Okay, there deal. Okay, you'll do a cards chant. You know, we need to start doing cards chants. You do a cards chant once you beat John Shire. They've had Duke's number now. Out here recently, even when K was a the coach, they've had their number. Play yeah, Louisville's the only team with a winning record against Coach K, so that's all we have. Play for the bird. Wait, play for the bird. <laughs> Texas says Paul Rogers was delivered a robe. Yes, he was. He was. He did. Have, I saw. He, play I, for the bird. I saw the robe. It was a very nice robe. <laughs> this was a very oh, nice no. win. I was yeah. happy for him. The crowd was terrific. The crowd oh, was playing like, it. you know. I was going to say, had, they, 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 were, had, they had 15,000 listed as the attendance, and I actually believe that attendance number, right? Yeah, no, yeah. no. It was a nice crowd, and and they were rocking. Oh, I mean, you would, you would have thought man. they just won the ACC tournament. But, uh, <laughs> took a but shot yeah, so yeah, I'm happy for everybody. It was really nice win for the Cardinals. I don't know if he's happy. But I now, he like now, I don't, now I don't know if he's happy. At first, I... At First, Issel sold his happiness. And, then he's and like, now I don't know if he's happy. We're rocking. <laughs> we're rocking. Doing a cards chant. And it's like, it's like, like I, it's nice that you say that, but are you going to do a cards chant when you're down 13 to Pittsburgh? Who's going to lead that one? You want to go out there and lead the cards chant? Ty Spaulding. You're, you're <laughs> get out there, Spaulding. Ty, go out there. Jay Spaul. Get Jay Spaul get, get, out there. You guys the get out there. The family. Get the hell out there and lead a cards chant. <laughs> yes. From section one night, wherever you are, 119. What is 52? I assume it's lower level. It's 52. 50 Bellerman's up by two. Give me a cards chant. <laughs> yeah, rock and roll out there. Dan, 
I don't know what it, Dan's it, doing it, there. I, at the end of it, you it, tell it me. felt like he was taking a little bit of a shot. But at the beginning of the sound, he, he was pandering. He was sincere. He, he, was, he was sincere. He was, but then it's like, oh, they, it's like they won the ACC tournament. And I'm like, <laughs> it was like that. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it has to be. This is a magical moment. Beating Clemson at home is a magical moment. That's, that's pathetic. It's like rushing precious the field moment. Against, yeah, like, precious, yeah. It's like rushing the field against Wake Forest. I mean, not every day you beat Wake Forest in football. It's not every day you beat Clemson in basketball. Well, you're tuning up for 515. Ooh, I know you are. You're moments, tuning up right now. These big moments. You're warming up right now. You're in the layup line right yeah, now. Yeah, you don't you're get, in the layup do line. A jump shot. I need to get you a Pilsner. I, got, I need to get you a, a brew in you for the 5 o'clock hour. I got Bruiser Flint tossing me a, a pass so I can <laughs> yeah, shoot it from the mid-range. <laughs> we're rocking. <laughs> they were rocking. <laughs> Oh man, what else do you want to hear? Who else was hear? happy? Who else, who else is, was putting on today for the car? Did oh, anybody hang else, on. Anybody else good in there? You talk about the crowd oh, yes. and how awesome oh, they were, you know, on funny. Saturday night. And I mean, I, I'll say this: I think the environment has been fairly good in the Yum Center all year. I mean, even you know, despite yeah, the, raw the numbers, numbers yeah. yeah, being down. But but <laughs> Saturday, you kind of got a little bit of both. You know, you oh. got about fifteen, sixteen thousand in there. I don't agree with rubbish so far. Okay. Was ready to go, you know. They brought energy from the moment, and I mean, the announcers brought that up too. I mean, the one guy even said, "He's like, man, you, you and the three win teams, like you think they were number one in the country." Oh, I, was that this game? Okay. They said, "Yeah, yeah. That's the, that was yeah, this game." Yeah, they said, oh. "You think it's the right, number one team in the country?" Those places. Yep, they like, stayed. Like said, crazy. It, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a mass exodus after the honor <laughs> of 2013, and that's uh. a good look, man. <laughs> I was with Rummage until. You wouldn't know they would have. You would have thought they're the number one team in the country. Did they say that? I don't even know who the I announcers don't, yeah, were. I, I, I was no half idea. listening. I Texas was says Ants wanted to do the post game in a robe. He can do that if he wants. I mean, some of these late night post game shows. I'm in pajama pants, so. <laughs> Was Enz dressed up on Saturday? Did he have his Ed Hardy shirt on? By no. the way, I called it a Tom Hardy shirt. Tom Hardy. Who's that? The actor. He's an actor. Uh, is that who it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I called He's an it actor. a Tom Hardy. I called it a Tom or a Todd Hardy shirt, and you guys didn't catch it. He's the new Mad Max. He's in uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, is Road. that who it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually a good actor. Well, gonna- Enz wasn't in a robe, though, right? He was not in a robe. No, no, no. He had no. He he wore like. He wore like jeans and like a fashion jeans, like nice jeans. They were nice, nice sure. jeans. Okay. They weren't like I mean, they didn't. Okay. They weren't bedazzled. They didn't have like okay. the little shapes on the pockets. Well, no, he's not Mark rips. Weinberg. He didn't have the rips in them. He didn't either. have a rip. Didn't have any rips. And okay, I mean, he had like a pullover on. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Is it gel in that hair, a little bit Maybe of gel, a little, bit. A little looked, bit of product looked, in that hair. He was styling and profiling. Okay, you know okay. How he does. Did he say product. that Mike two and three were down and Anna had to sit in the booth with him and do it? No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. No, no. So what happened? What? Was he, one, of the, one, told, one of the mics? Yeah, Ince told Anna that mic two and three weren't working, so she had to sit in the, in the no, producer. No, Is that, that what happened? That, that did yeah. not happen. No, no, no. Furman's making stuff up. Oh, I, pro- I, I thought promise. that happened. No, that did not happen. No, 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 no. That, that was not. That were no conversations about that at all. Texter says they had 15,000. The IU women had 17,000 yesterday. LOL. <laughs> Thank you. I wonder if that was an IU fan, like the one we have listening. By the way, Jack is on. He he put it on uh, Instagram. He's out at some like, like I saw it. Y- yeah, he's just living his life, man. It's like he's eighty like degrees a, in Atlanta. He's like at the park or something. He's like oh, he's little, at some park, like yeah. waterfront Monday or something. Whatever they have in Atlanta going on Monday evenings. He's there. He's enjoying himself. <laughs> Didn't see the possible lady though. 
No, I have not I seen I haven't her. Seen, haven't seen her. We need to dive into that with Cam Drummond. Not, maybe not during you know the, the blitz on Thursday, but some point. Texas says, I love that Rig got called out in front of Anna. LMAO, classic veto as well. <laughs> called out for what? <laughs> oh, for not being a Kentucky fan. Oh, you, please. We, we already I, I, did, did this did in hour this one. An hour ago. We'll do it in hour three, I but guarantee you, that you guys texter. wanted Texas to take Cal off your hands. Yes. You were willing to give up DJ Wagner. Yes. Even though Strebel had a crappy prediction for the week, it doesn't mean no. that you all aren't bums. And, and, okay? they had just he lost just thought they were going to lose. That's it. Yes, and they just lost to Georgia. I guarantee that same texter probably thought we're going to lose at least one, if not both of those Go, go, yeah, cats, go. Yeah. Go, go, cats, go. Dieter, yes. Texas says, was Entz wearing skinny jeans? No, no, no. They were were normal jeans. They were not skinny jeans. He had normal jeans. Streetle had sweatpants. I did have sweatpants on. You were... You, you wore sweatpants? I did, yeah. I had sweatpants, a hoodie, and a hat. I dressed like I normally would on a Saturday for a post-game show. I did. I dressed normal. Oh, man, that got me. Ensworth's <laughs> fashion jeans and Streeple dressed fully BBN. I did. Just I was, for this moment, Justin. Just for this moment. Knowing <laughs> that if he that if he was wearing L.L. Bean or something like that, that we that we nail him on it. Yeah, exactly. So he wore sweats instead while Ents wore fashion jeans. Go, go, uh, cats, go. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I did. I wore what I normally would wear. I did, I did not put You didn't dress jeans. it up. No. Why would I? <laughs> Head on my oh, my big blue hat. <laughs> not reading that. Yes, that's what Jack is getting. Oh, I'm not some peaches that one either. <laughs> Georgia peaches. <laughs> oh, I hope that's man. the case. <laughs> I don't mention it. <laughs> That's not what Mitch is getting. No. I can assure you of that. Uh, 437 5 o'clock hour coming up next.